Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello! Clam comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
turn them out. Steve Harvey got to turn them out. Got to turn them out. Steve Harvey turn them on to the morning Uh-huh, I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. <laughs> Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Man, I, 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 I love it when I run up into people and they say that to me. They say, hey, Steve Harvey got a radio show. Then they wink at me. I know they're listening. You know, I got a lot off my chest yesterday. I wanted to clear some things up, and I, I appreciate y'all giving me a minute because sometimes, you know, you just got to say some things out loud, not complaining, but, hey, just verbalizing, but realizing that I got to keep going anyway. And that's my words this morning to you, that I want you to keep pushing no matter what happens. I, I want to share something with you that's important. That's very, very important. See, you have to give God something to bless. You know, if, if, if your prayer is asking for God's blessings, you got to give him something to work with now. You know, you, you, you got to show the spirit of appreciation or gratitude. You got to let him know that you're in it for the long haul. No matter what happens, don't turn around. You will never, ever see what the end could be if you turn around and go back. You'll never know what the end could have been had you stuck it out. You'll never know how good it could have gotten had you not just weathered the storm. That's the thing that gets most people. They, it get tough for them, it get hard for them, and then they let doubt set in, and then those doubts become facts, and the next thing you know, they give up. Had you not given up, or had you given your best, what the results or outcome could have been? I look back on my life on so many occasions, where in college I wasn't giving my best. I flunked out. Now, it's easy to look at my life now and go, yeah, but look at you now. But back then, man, it cost me for so many years. That failing to finish, that not giving my all, it cost me a number of years. I wish I could say that it didn't mean nothing, that it was just a blimp on the radar screen. But at the time, it was major. And so you have a lot of decisions in your life that are happening now. You may be in your 20s, your late teens. You could be in your early 30s and it's happening. But guess what? You'll eventually get through it, provided one thing. You never give up. You never turn around and go back. Had I written myself off because of one failure, see, and this is where so many people go, go wrong at too. You write yourself off after you failed at something. The one thing you thought you wanted to accomplish and you failed at it, now you write yourself off as a, as a failure. Now you go settle on into life and just see what see what hand you get. Had When I flunked out of college, had I written myself off as a failure, I wouldn't be here today. 
when I lost my carpet cleaning company, I would have written myself off as a failure and I wouldn't be here today. When I didn't become a diamond distributor in Amway or a direct distributor in Amway even, I would have written myself as a, as a failure and I wouldn't be here today. When I bought a distribution kit to become a distributor of, of uh, the Bohemian Diet and I didn't make it, I would have written myself as a failure when I became an A.L. Williams distributor and I didn't make it. I would have written myself as a failure and I wouldn't be here today. Oh, I got a list for you. When I got laid off at Ford Motor Company, had I written myself as a failure, I wouldn't have made it. Do you need some more? Because I have a story filled with mishaps. I have a story Filled with failures. Couple of things now. The grace of God and his mercy, which is available to us all. See, that's the key, y'all. Because of his mercy. Because of his willingness to forgive. And to even understand why we do the things we do. In all of my shortcomings, failed marriages, I'm talking about, man, got it all wrong. Can't blame nobody else. It's just me. Steve ain't have it together at that point in life. I could have ridden myself as a failure the first time. I could have, I just could have gave up on it after the second one. And and please know, that this is an admission. This ain't bragging. So before you start in with me, understand what I'm saying. I'm pointing out in my life a series of missteps and failures. But how I still get here today? Couple of things. God's grace and mercy is first. But that's the key that's for everybody. See, if it's God's willingness to forgive you and God's understanding of why we do what we do because he said we wasn't going to be perfect. So in all of your imperfections, your creator told you you would not be perfect. He said it to you. It's out there. I don't care which one of the books you read, it tells you that. So guess what? With that in mind, he has a grace that he has. It's like a grace period. It's like when you don't pay your insurance premium on the day that is due, the next day they don't just cancel your insurance premium. They have a grace period because they ain't trying to stop this money from coming in. But when it comes to God, there's no money required. He just gives you the grace freely. It don't cost you nothing. So you got to tap into that, y'all. You got to get in touch with that because that's an important part to making it, understanding that his grace is available. So when you make a mistake, so when you fail at it, He has a loophole in the contract with him that allows you to make mistakes, that allows you to get it wrong, that allows you to fail time and time and time again. But if you never give up, if you keep getting up, if you keep trying, if you keep striving, if you keep making the effort to go forward and not go back, God has a blessing for you, and he has it in abundance for you, and God will give it to you at the right time. But you got to be ready. Oh, I want it to be successful, 
But if he had given it to me back then, I wouldn't have handled it correctly because I would have made some more mistakes along the way. So you make the mistakes to learn the lessons. Lord, ain't God been good to me. I ain't gonna lie to you. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You know, it's so important to have representation in media. I remember growing up in Chicago, I was heavily influenced by the beautiful voices on the radio. Well, the next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories Black Truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. And NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center Black voices. It's NPR Noir. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. There's a concert coming to town that I just have to see. He's one of my favorite artists. I already have my tickets front row. I bought the tickets months in advance. I'm so excited. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business. You want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast. And right now, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through... It's true magic, because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Hey, everybody, this is Junior, and I have a long-standing relationship with the American Red Cross to get the word out about blood donation within the African-American community, letting people know how important community donations are to our well-being. One in three African-American blood donors are a match for patients with sickle cell disease. As someone who suffers from sickle cell, I know that finding blood is a matter of life and death. Blood donations save lives, and I'm living proof. But there's a great need for donations regardless of your blood type. Every day, the blood our people donate saves lives and eases the pain of those living with sickle cell disease. Donate blood at Red Cross to help save a life. 
Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now. Imagine a sharp, stabbing pain on your skin. Sounds like a nightmare, right? While individual experiences may vary, it's how some people describe shingles. This painful, blistering rash could interrupt your life for weeks. It could even force you to cancel social events or weekend plans. Over 99% of adults 50 years or older already carry the virus that causes shingles. One in three people will get it in their lifetime. Why wait? Ask your doctor or pharmacist about shingles today. Ladies and gentlemen, let me have your attention, please. This hill that's about to go down mm-hmm. is called the Steve Harvey Morning Show. There ain't but one, nothing close to it, nothing like it. You hear that? And the crowd goes wild. Hey, Shirley. Hey, Steve. Call it for real. Hey, Steve. Hey, crew. Hey, Junior, what's up? Morning, man? Uncle. What's happening, pimp? Yeah, ain't nothing but a player. What's going on, nephew Tommy? Doggy dog. Yeah, yeah. What's happening? Everybody in good mood today? Cool. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Cool. I'm here. I'm available. We just, we just <laughs> got here. Good Tuesday. <laughs> what is it? This ain't Tinder, Junior. I was talking about how the Lord woke me up. Where your mind at? Okay. I'm up. I'm here. I'm available. Yeah, you're right. It did sound like Yeah, it did. I'm available. (laughs) Yeah. Somebody please swipe on me. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, describe him, Steve. Junior, hi. (laughs) I'm Kill J. Spates. Are you about to do like the floaters? Remember that? Uh, yeah, hey man, hey. Uh, he know hey, hell well my voice ain't that deep. Is there any way you can give me background music while I'm doing this? <laughs> yeah, can I get some background music? Can Come I get on. some closer remark music? Man, make music? me slow good. Uh, yeah, here I go. Good. Listen to Gosh. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's sexy uh, with it, baby. Put some sexy on Ladies, you know. Uh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. My name is K. To the I, to the E, to the R. Yes. Not to the I. Yes. Yeah. Kill, to be exact. Uh, Kill J. Spates is what they call me. The J is for Junior. But it ain't nothing Junior about my game. Man, I'm about to swipe on myself. (laughs) You're about to I want you all to know that I stand at a very, very tall, five foot, ten inches tall. Come on, boy. Very tall. What I drive. Is what you want to ride in. Yeah. How I look is what you want to see. Man. And wherever I am is where you want to be. All right. Mm. Yeah. I am K to the I to the E to the R. Come on. We need to man. dim the lights in the studio, dog. Spates, to be exact. Burn a Come candle. on, Unc. Yeah, Spates because I ain't never late. Spates because I never break a date. Yeah, Spates yeah. because right. you appreciate. I want me. The space you better in me. And you don't have to wait. Comedic genius is what I've been referring to. My livelihood has been increased by 262% over the past five years. What? Mm-hmm. If you don't talk. I am highly wanted, motivated. I travel the world. Uh-huh. I have no children. Huh. Mm. Uh-uh, I'm doing rather well. Yes, I mm. am. And I'm not going to lie about Why you. won't you come and partake? Of the K to the I to the E to the R. All right. Kill J. Spates and we come and is my time. name. Ladies and gentlemen, that's all I have time for right now, with the exception of you. 
one. Yes. I would make time for you. Let's go to break. Ooh. <laughs> All right. We'll be back at 32 after the hour. All right. All right, now. Sexy right, Junior. Sexy I'm t- clapping for me. <laughs> Damn, y'all. We'll be back after this. You heard him. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, welcome to Steve Harvey Morning Show, uh, the attender portion of the show, apparently. Yeah. Uh, last break, I did Junior's profile. Yeah. He does yes. verbal profile. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. What I do is I have Pretty. a service for people where mm-hmm. I do verbal profiles for people mm-hmm. that they mm-hmm. can put online. Instead of just reading their biography, you can listen to yeah. their biography. Yeah. yeah, it was good. You made it sexy for Junior. You yeah. did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I but knew you it was can't be sexier than Tommy though. What? Uh oh. You about to? Uh oh. No, no. And and, and 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 let me give you Tommy's the way he do it today. Come on, come on, get this. What is he available? Well, we yeah. know he's married, but yeah. just yeah. But, oh no, he ain't available. Yeah. Oh, okay. but, but he but he makes statements that like he ain't. That's true. <laughs> oh, so come on with facts. the music, there. Let me uh, let me go and get into it. Come on, cat. Yeah. This is this too much good. for me. This be really good. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Ladies, uh-huh. ladies, ladies, ladies. How am I? <laughs> How my ladies doing out there? We fine. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> My name is Nephew Tommy. Thomas Wesley Miles, to be exact. Come on, man. T W M. Not to be confused with T W A, which stood for Teeny Weeny Ass. <laughs> but T W M. Thomas Wesley Miles. Born, born under the sign of cancer. Taurus. Taurus. And Gemini. I'm all three. You know which day you catch me. Oh, I trip out from time to time with little to no warning. But that's the exciting side of me, ladies. Come on and get a drink of what is known as the Tommy. Yeah. Been married now for quite a little while. Uh Mm -hmm. Very happily married. But also would like to know, like for you all to know, that in the event that I hit the lottery, I am willing to fake my death. You damn right. You damn right. I'll kill myself in front of my whole family (laughs) and just disappear with you. (laughs) And you... You, you and all the while, oh. <laughs> when you whisper my name, I will be there. Mm. Well, you uh-huh. you sound sexy. How do you look? Describe your look. Oh. How tall are you? How tall are you? Yeah. Oh, well, let me go on and get started get for you. Night. The best way to describe me. You yeah. like wax. Wax? Yeah. Car like wax. candle wax? Oh, oh, car oh, wax. oh yeah, wax. like when you get your car shined up really nice. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Turtle wax, to be turtle exact. Wax. <laughs> <laughs> turtle that wax? looks just like the little turtle on the bottom. 
Yeah, but there's some good things about this turtle on the box lately. That turtle got a very, very hard shell. Yeah. And it's a place where me and you can tuck off on the inside and feel nice, safe, warm, and cozy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, ladies, I'm famous now. I've got TV shows. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sales out all over the country, clubs, dates, all of that. As a matter of fact, everybody wants me. <laughs> Come see what everybody else wants. Come see Tommy starts with a T, ends with an M. Thomas Miles, to be exact. Now, I want you to understand something about this, ladies. Okay. You can sometimes meet nephew Tommy. Sometimes you can meet Thomas Miles. It depends on what I feel like doing today. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah he's got a so, lot however of you want it is how you can get it. Just make sure when you come get it that you want to be with it. You Ooh. did. Mm. We did. Now let me explain mm. something to you, lady. If you got real high heel shoes, please leave them at home. Why? Because when I ain't got time to be doing is finding no books and stuff to stand on. Give me hey. a <laughs> Now, don't get it wrong, man, because I got Rolls Royces, I got Maseratis, I got cars, <laughs> I got chateaus and everything. Oh. Now, you ain't going to be able to come to the chateau because I got this person that lived there that's going to create a situation if we show up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so... Let's, as a matter of fact, let's just leave the chateau out of this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, man. See me rolling down the street. Yeah, I'll be the dude with the Gucci scarf, with the Prada belts, with the Christian Louboutin shoes on, with the Louis Vuitton jeans, with the Prada shirt, and with the <laughs> Gucci hat. All right, T. Yeah. yeah. I got on every damn designer <laughs> they make. Because <laughs> I need logos. all that. Matter of fact, that's my nickname, Low. Go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nickname was on that yeah. first syllable. Yeah, low. Go. Then go low. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, let me go and close this out. I'm nephew Tommy slash Thomas Miles. Whatever you want, owner of TNT. Yeah. Okay. Anybody swipe yet? Tommy. Oh, they've been swiping, girl. I ain't got time. I get swiped so much, I can't swipe back. <laughs> I, sw- I get swiped so much, girl, I'm swope. <laughs> swipe the swope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's good. Sexy. Uh, so anybody that wants a uh, bio done, just uh, uh, text us to our website, uh, ridedownthere.com, and uh, we'll do it for you. Yeah. You know. Man, that's uh, Steve Harvey Tinder. Could you you know, it? I could always do callers, too. Yeah, how about I say, can you yeah. do the latest? Yeah, call, here's callers real quick. Okay. Come over here if you want to. <laughs> I got to go to cheer practice. I ain't got no time for this foolishness. Yes. <laughs> and Tosh, Tosh be tripping. Uh, that was fast. Yeah, that's all your profile say. Yes. Your profile ain't nothing but a warning. <laughs> Listen, coming up next, Mr. Tender himself, nephew Tommy, is up with Run That Prank Back. He's so sexy, Steve. You made him sexier. (laughs) Right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment news, Raz B, guys, get a load of this. Raz B 
has dropped out of the B2K Tour Millennium Reunion Tour. Oh, really? Okay. And it's supposed to be going so well, so great. You hear nothing but great things about it. But anyway, uh, supposedly due to self-care reasons, we'll get into that a little bit. Plus, <laughs> Justin Timberlake and Missy Elliott are doctors. Wow. But right now, Nephew's here to run that prank back. What you got for us, Nev? Oh, Shirley, I got some beautiful prank call for you today. Called... Billy D. Williams? Or... Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> He's actually me as him. Oh, okay. <laughs> me as him. You're not graduating. That's the name of the prank today, y'all. You're not graduating. Like Let's run that thing. Like <laughs> <laughs> You're not graduating. I can't hold it in. You ain't graduating. Run yeah. it. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach a uh, Trevon, please. Uh, this him? Who is this? Uh, this is, uh, my name is Joseph. I work over in Student Affairs. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Listen, uh, you're supposed to be, um, this is your fifth year here at the university. You're graduating in, um, in the next seven, eight days. Am I right? Yes, sir. I'll be out of this joint. <laughs> okay. Listen, I'm giving you a call. We got a bit of a problem here uh, that we want to try and discuss with you, and maybe we can get you over at Student Affairs and come in and have a meeting with us, but we wanted to bring it to your attention. Now, you took a uh, – one of your last subjects was English, uh, and you had an English exam with a uh, – you guys are writing an essay. Am I, am I, am I correct about that? Yeah, uh, yeah, that's true. Okay. It seems that we got some problems here that the uh, professor there is actually insinuating that you may have cheated on this on this essay that you've actually written. What? Cheated? No. From what he's telling us here at Student Affairs is that you may have uh, plagiarized some things uh, that uh, that were in your essay. Dude, no, nah, I didn't. I didn't plagiarize nothing that was in the essay. Everything is documented like it should be. So I don't know what you're talking about, especially uh, cheating on no exam or no paper, nothing like that. You must got me mixed up with somebody else. No, 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 not at all. You're actually Mr. Trevon, correct? I mean, that's me, but I didn't cheat on no exam or no paper okay. for that matter. Okay, well, let me let me try to bring you up to speed here, Trevon. What we're going to need is we're going to need you to actually come in and talk to us over here at Student Affairs so we can try to get this thing rectified. But I will let you know, it's going to take a, a, a few more days longer than graduation. So as of right now, you're actually not going to be walking uh, and graduating with the rest of the students. What, man, uh, dude, man, you, nah, you got me messed up. What, what you mean I'm not going to be walking? Well, uh, until we get this situation rectified here, you're not going to be graduating with the rest of the students. Now, man, nah, 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 I don't know what y'all got to do, but y'all need to figure it out and find out what the problem is. Man, I didn't cheat on no exam. The hell are you talking about, dude? My family is coming down here, and you talking about I cheated on an English exam. The hell, I look like cheating on an exam, for, and I'm getting ready to graduate. Man, now, y'all need to fix it, like, right now, like today while we're on the phone. We can't do that. It's a little, it's a sensitive subject, and like I said, it seems like it's plagiarism. Now, I mean, you know, if we can get you to actually come over to Student Affairs next Wednesday. Man, you, man, you got me up. What you mean next Wednesday, dude? I'm graduating in a few days. What you talking about next Wednesday, man? Like, why my professor didn't give me a call? Why are you calling me? Sir, this is not something that professors actually take care of. This is a student affairs situation. Now, and it's a very sensitive situation. Now, what we want to do is try to get this thing taken care of. And if you, if what you're saying is actually true, then you'll probably graduate okay, in okay, August so when man, we man, have the man, next... Man, man, uh, you got me... I'm telling you right now, this is some... You got me... August? Man, I'm graduating this... Semester. I didn't mean here two 
long to go through some my last few weeks of school, and you talking about August? So, so I, 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 I ain't even trying to hear, dude. I'm not trying to hear right what now, you got to say, man. I'm not even trying to hear what you got to say, man. My family is coming down here from everywhere to see me graduate, man. I'm the first boy to graduate from my family. You talking about some talking about I cheated on the paper? A paper, dude? A paper? Man, you got me up, man. I'm going to work two and three jobs to see me through this school, and now I'm getting ready to graduate, and you talking about I got to wait until August to graduate? Man, hell no. I'm on my way to the office right now, and you can tell whoever the professor is that I'm on my way, and he needs to be there, too. Sir, all I can really tell you is that we can try and get this thing rectified as early as next Wednesday. Man, what's your name again, and where is where is your office? I'm, I'm at Student Affairs. I'm Joseph. Oh, okay, 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 okay. So I'm about to get in my car right now, and I'm about to come over there, and we're going to handle this today. And, I, and how you singling me out? Cheating on the exam or paper, man? What the is that? Sir, sir all they're saying is the professor man, saying that there's a possibility dude, of plagiarism here. Man, are you kidding me, dude? I've been here five years. I'm the first male to graduate from college, man. My grandma is 82 years old, and she's coming here to see me graduate. And you're telling me some about cheating on the paper, and I got to wait till August to graduate? Man, that Man, you tell that professor to come to your office right now because I'm already in my car on my way to come to your office and we're going to handle this today. That man, you got me with I don't have any more room on my schedule to actually pull anybody in today. How you going to call me with a like this? Talking about you ain't got room on your schedule? Man, hell no. Mr. Whatever your name is, I'm on my way to your office right now. And all I got to tell you, all I got to tell you, and I'm telling you up front, it's going to be a problem if I ain't graduating in a few days. You got to deal with me. You got to deal with my family, my mama. We don't play this. Man, you got us stuck. Sir, sir, I, I, I under, uh, is there a possibility that maybe you plagiarized and didn't know that you did that? Dude, man, what the do you mean? The paper was over some that I already knew. Sir, can I can I, can I tell you one more thing and then and then I'll ask you? You can't tell me a thing. You already called me with the something I can't graduate with my class after I didn't been this for five years. The sacrifice and study my off and you telling me I can't graduate until August? You ain't got to tell me. I, I, I do have one more thing I need to tell you, and then I'll let you be on your way, okay? Man, go ahead. Are you, are you, are, can I tell you what I want to tell you? Dude, go ahead. I'm telling you. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got prank phone call by your best friend, Brian. <laughs> what? <laughs> Hello? <laughs> Man, dude, somebody gonna <laughs> playing jokes like that, dude. Man, do you know how hard I worked in school to get out this five years? Five years. Man, I'm telling Man, you. Man, you are the first black male in your family to graduate from college. You're yeah. doing it big, boy. Man, I know, man. It's been a journey, bro. I can tell you it's been a journey, oh, man. I got one more thing to ask you, baby. What is? What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? Man, it's that Steve Harvey morning show. <laughs> <laughs> that is. You're not graduating. Yeah, you really think That's... you're fine, man. Why, Jay, why you don't see my sexy? That's what bothers me sometimes. Because yeah. I see How y'all don't I see, see I see her. Sexy will be in Memphis uh, <laughs> Memorial Day weekend, baby. Right? Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Question. Go ahead, go ahead. Sexy will be there. Thank you. Now, Take suppose somebody come there and don't find you, sexy. <laughs> he never thought about that. He never thought about that. Beauty is in the eye. Coming up at the top of the hour, entertainment news. <laughs> right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Hey everybody, this is Junior. And I have a long-standing relationship with the American Red Cross to get the word out about blood donation within the African American community. Letting people know how important community donations are to our well-being. One in three African American blood donors are a match for patients with sickle cell disease. As someone who suffers from sickle cell, I know that finding blood is a matter of life and death. Blood donations save lives, and I'm living proof. But there's a great need for donations regardless of your blood type. Every day, the blood our people donate saves lives and eases the pain of those living with sickle cell disease. Donate blood at Red Cross to help save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now. Imagine a sharp, stabbing pain on your skin. Sounds like a nightmare, right? While individual experiences may vary, it's how some people describe shingles. This painful, blistering rash could interrupt your life for weeks. It could even force you to cancel social events or weekend plans. Over 99% of adults 50 years or older already carry the virus that causes shingles. One in three people will get it in their lifetime. Why wait? Ask your doctor or pharmacist about shingles today. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy but it's going to be one hell of a ride. <gasps> what? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because, God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. 
I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Show. In today's entertainment news, Raz B has dropped out of the B2K Millennium Reunion Tour. They just uh, started, didn't yeah, they? Well, it's no! been going on for a while, yeah. Uh, man, I used to love me some B2K. Not Raz B. Yeah, the group's <laughs> official Instagram page cited a self-care journey as the official reason for Raz B's departure from the remaining day. Self-care. Self-care. Now, the official post didn't offer much in the way of details, but uh, seemed supportive of Raz B getting some treatment. But Bossup.com, okay, Bossup.com is suggesting the real reason is, an, is that another group member who uh, wouldn't stop trolling him, okay? Uh, Jay Boog, it's Jay Boog. Wouldn't they're stop trolling yeah, Raz B? Yeah, that's what no! they're saying, yeah. Reportedly, neither one lead sing a song. Yeah. Oh, wait. <laughs> what do that mean, trolling? I don't understand. Just, you, you know, throwing shade yeah. and teasing him and bullying him. Stalking and, um, and bullying and, yeah, all yeah. of that. Well, that's just, stupid if y'all are trying just, to make some money together. Y'all ain't right. made no money in a while. Yeah, you think but, they'd get it together. How old are they now, though? They should be in their 30s they're now. 34? Yeah, they're grown. They're, grown. they're good yeah. and good but, oh, and grown. Oh, kids of grown. their own and everything. The part of this oh, story really? that gets me this, yeah. um, the part of this story that neither one of them lead sing songs. <laughs> yeah, but Rasby has been through been through some things. So much, and, yeah, yeah, he's been through and, so much. So Bossip is suggesting the real reason uh, for this, like I said, is Jay Boog trolling him, and uh, Jay Boog reportedly mocked Rasby over the sexual abuse he reportedly suffered at the hand of former manager Chris Stokes, and that's what Bossip.com is saying. Boog wore a T-shirt that said, "I don't feel safe," to a pre-show meet and greet. So, you know, yeah, so Rasby opted out of the tour. And and the tour, I, I mean, I've heard nothing but good things about this tour. Because everybody it, huh? hated when they broke up. They were, like, at the height yeah, of their was. career. I mean, I actually were... had them in my trailer uh-huh. Uh-huh. discussing it with them when I was on Steve Harvey's Big Time. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Back oh, in yeah. the day? Oh, yeah. You know, uh-huh. you know them yeah. too, huh? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He was in yeah, a movie man. with them. Oh, he was them. in a movie with them. Yeah, yeah. He was in a yeah movie man. With them. I knew, I know them young guys real well. They, mm-hmm. they individually are some really, really nice kids, man. Mm-hmm. Well, they, I mean, they were kids then. Yeah, they, then, they're not kids yeah. anymore. Yeah. And those type of groups, those kid groups, you know, new kids on the blog. I B2K. told them it was gonna happen because yeah. the individual manage manners. Excuse me, individual manners get in their ears. Listening, talking about we can go single and make all this money. Uh-huh. When none of them qualified to be single. They were a great group. Yeah. Well, Omarion did okay on his own, um, an exception. But, yeah, you're right. They were great together, Steve. They really, really were. I loved B2K. They was talented, oh, yeah. man. Oh, I, man. Mm-mm-mm. And anybody that has daughters that were around, oh, man, B2K. So, I mean, they no, could dance. I, I, I hate decision. to tell you this, Junior. I've sat around many times with a new addition. Great core group of guys, man. Them brothers right there, them some good dudes, man. Let me ask yep. you something. How many times you sat around with Jodeci? About three times. <laughs> Ain't them a great group of guys? Yeah, they were, man. They were. They were? Yeah. 
<laughs> are you? Wait a minute. What you are looking you offended, for, Did you? <laughs> he meant when they were. Right, he's not around New Edition. <laughs> they was great group of guys. Uh-huh. But did he get the Josie? They were. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think you're I taking like it that. the wrong way. You need to Junior. just pull up their live performances. Any of the last ten. <laughs> and we the one where they were stepping over each other. <laughs> that's one. <laughs> in Australia, I think it was in yes. Australia. Okay, all right. Um, we we gotta go right here and uh, take get the headlines. Anytime you step over your brother, keep saying. <laughs> There's a lack of understanding of the severity of the problem we have. Okay, I'll do it. Ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) Miss Ann Tripp. Thank you, guys. Oh, boy. All right, we're going to start with the serious stuff right now. Uh, This happened yesterday afternoon. Two sightseeing planes collided over Alaska yesterday. Authorities say that four people were killed. Uh, Two listed as missing. Ten others have been hospitalized. Three in serious condition. Seven in fair condition. Don't know why they collided in the air, but they certainly did. Initial reports were that five people were killed, but now we say four people are killed. Two still listed as missing. And they may have, may be dead. Ten others has, have been hospitalized. Again, two sightseeing planes collided over Alaska yesterday afternoon. The tit-for-tat tariff war between China and the Trump administration continues, with Beijing now promising to impose higher levies on everything from frozen vegetables to liquefied natural gas. Chinese officials say they're going to slap uh, import tariffs on between 5 to 25 percent on $60 billion of U.S. products. That's B with a B. President Trump says he'll be meeting with the Chinese president in next month's uh, G2, uh, G20 meeting. That's, by the way, going to be in uh, Japan. President Trump today visits southwest uh, Louisiana in Houston. While the stepfather of the missing and feared dead Malia Davis has been arrested in connection with her disappearance, anger is now turned against the four-year-old's mother, Brittany Bowens. At the courthouse yesterday, the mother's cousin, Tamisha Mendoza, asked in front of other people, quote, you said you had suspicions that your boyfriend was molesting her. So why did you stay? Why didn't you remove yourself from the situation? Why didn't you remove her to her dad. You could have sent her to your grandparents, her grandparents. You could have sent her anywhere except leaving her there. Other people at the courthouse also accused the woman of failing to protect her child. The boyfriend is being held on $45,000 bail. The body has not been found of the child. In Chicago, authorities say the young woman who shot a police officer and who's suspected of dealing more than 5,000 grams of marijuana is alive, not shot dead, and charged with attempted murder. Her name is Emily Petronella. She's 19 years old. This is the same town where a black teenager who was simply walking away from a white cop and ignoring his orders to stop was shot 16 times in the back. 16 shots, most of them coming when he was already on the ground. Sad news, legendary actress and singer Doris Day has died at age 97. Doris Day was featured in a lot of movies opposite the late Rock Hudson. She says she patterned her singing style initially after the great Ella Fitzgerald. Finally, today is Dance Like a Chicken Day. I don't know if I want to dance like that. <laughs> Maybe I already do. <laughs> now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, good news stories trending. Uh, NeNe Leakes posted on social media yesterday that her husband, Greg, who is 64, is officially, officially cancer-free. Hey, you know, I saw NeNe at the Derby. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. And I saw her at the uh, party afterwards, Mm -hmm. and uh, I just asked her, how was Greg? She said, Steve, he's doing doing really well. That's so good. So that was really, really good to hear. Yeah. 
It's good. It's encouraging. He's such a good dude, man. Yeah, I love him. I love Greg him is a good brother, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and it's encouraging for our very own J. Anthony Brown, too. I mean, you know, Greg has been battling stage three colon cancer. Nene posted a picture of Greg with him holding a sign, no cancer found. Praise God. I know that. Amen, bro. I love that. I love yeah. that. Yes. Yeah. Nene wrote um, on, on Instagram, uh, look at God. We are overjoyed to say we saw the doctors for the results of Dr- Greg's uh, PET scan. He took last week test show. Wait for it. We are cancer free. Yes, ahead, God. Man. Now I can go give Greg a black eye since so many think he's abused me. That's what Nene wrote on the gram. Well, congratulations. <sighs> that's that's a relief. It's got to be that a relief. Is. That's good yeah. news, man. Mm-hmm. Good it dude. Really I love is. him. He's a really cool dude, man. Such a wise man, too. Very wise. Knowledge. Mm-hmm. Wisdom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Everybody yeah. ain't got it. Prayer yeah. of mm-hmm. healing as well, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look at God. What'd you say, Tommy? Knowledge and wisdom. Everybody doesn't have it. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm sorry. I'm I, my bad. I'm going to be stupid. And I messed around and said some boy. I'm sorry. Man, you, you well, you know, when it come out you, I just get a double take. <laughs> Tommy, what What did you say? I can't believe well, you even Does it surprise Everybody you, Tommy? Got it. Well, I, then I was going to clown and just say, you ought to know, but I, I left that part go because it was such a profound statement. I Oh, so I'm stupid, huh? Okay. No, no. Oh, I don't see you go like that. Oh, girl, I didn't see. I see this boy make a hard left in the middle of a right turn with us screaming at him. Tommy, you are wrong. No, you tell me I'm wrong. I know he's so into it at that point. No, I know what you said. That's what you said. No, that's not what I said. Oh, Oh, Lord. He ain't through with me yet. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> he can't be. Yeah. He, he can't be through with you. He just he working can't. on me. He working. All right, guys, coming up next at 34, <laughs> 34 after the hour, we'll tell you about the disciplinary trial of the officer in the tragic Eric Garner chokehold death case right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, here's a trending national news story from our home station uh, in New York City, uh, 107.5 WBLS. The departmental trial has begun for NYPD officer Daniel Pentaleo. Uh, It has been nearly five years since the the death of Eric Garner. Officer uh, Pentaleo is accused of using a a ban chokehold on Mr. Eric Garner while attempting to arrest him for selling loose cigarettes. We all remember this case. Um, A grand jury declined to indict Officer uh, Pantaleo, and he has been on desk duty ever since uh, Mr. Garner's death back in 2014. If the New York City Civilian Police Board says that Pantaleo violated department rules, he could be fired. We all saw that video, which is at the centerpiece of this case. Selling loose cigarettes. You die for that. So, yeah. that's all can happen to him. Yeah, he'll, he'll be yes. fired. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He'll be fired. That's it. Yeah. Mr. Garner lost his life and the loss yeah. to his family and, you know. His mother was yeah. on the news in New York. Reverend Al Sharpton, they were out protesting in the rain uh, yesterday in New York. And it's just unbelievable that this officer... Mm. Yeah. That, you know, he could, what, lose his pension 
get fired, and this man has died, mm-hmm. and you used a banned chokehold. And right, and meanwhile, right now he's he's still making money. He's still got a job. Yes. Still on the clock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Desk job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't. <sighs> you know, I, look, man. <laughs> just as a black man, just as a, a brother. I mean, you know, this 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 really should sicken everybody. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know, I know, I know. Board, I, racially, listen, right. Yeah, I know yeah. black people All sick of this, reasons. but yeah, mm-hmm. it 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 just doesn't make any sense that you can kill a person, kill a person, mm-hmm. keep working, keep your job, and the worst thing can happen to you is you get fired from the police department, and lose your pension. These these kids lost a father. Yeah. Yes. The, this mother lost her son. Mm-hmm. He was selling loose cigarettes. Nobody has to die for that. I don't give a. He didn't have a weapon. Nothing. And this, this is the ridiculousness of it all. But see, then you know, somebody kill a dog. Your ass can do some time, boy. You can kill a You're dog just... and do some time. Animal rights. Right but you kill. Uh, are our lives worth less than an animal's life? Right. right, right. That's the really tragic part, Steve. You know, and that's that's the part, man, that keeps, mm-hmm. you know, keeps coming up. And I don't, I don't know what the request is of this country. I don't know if you want us to be more patient with until y'all get it right. Well, you're not gonna get it right. All I see is you keep getting it wrong over and over. And over and over again. And if it involves the loss of life of a black person, you have devalued it to the point where ain't no need, you're not even going to jail for it. Mm-hmm. Now we sitting up here five years later determining if a man gonna lose his pension and lose his job. I don't give a damn where he was. Why is he still a police officer? Exactly. Yeah. On the desk, at the typewriter, at the copy machine, why does he still have a badge? Serve and protect. To when he ain't done protect. either one. Right. Serve and, dep- and protect is a di- different from seek and destroy. Mm-hmm. And kill. Yeah. And I'm just not, I'm just, I, I mean, man, you know what? I, I, I can't even really put it into words, man. Because I just. <laughs> it, it happens too frequently, Steve. I mean, you know, it, it just makes you sick. It but then you- five years later, see, here's the trick of the system, though. The system drags it out so it's not a hot topic anymore. So then when they make their decision to let this man stay on the job, it's five years ago. Mm-hmm. All the fervor then went down. That's their specialty is dragging it out to let in a hot topic no more. Yeah. We got to get out of here, Steve, but um, mm-hmm. point well taken. Uh, coming up next, we're going to switch gears a bit. The nephew is here to make a smile with the prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. Subject, my lady acts like a man and thinks like a man. Okay? But right now, the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What you got, Nat? Quirkus cop. Mm. <laughs> okay. Now, you cannot be at home. Mm. Getting a check, but you ain't supposed to be doing nothing strenuous. Okay? Let's make the call. 
Yeah, hello. Hello, I'm trying to reach a uh, Vincent please. Uh, who's calling? My name is uh, Ed, Ed from the uh, Human Resources. Oh, yeah, 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 that's me. What's up? What's up? Well, Vincent wanted to, first of all, uh, check on you. We know you are um, got injured here at the job. How are you doing so far? Yeah, man, I'm... I'm making it, man. You know, everything's cool. And, uh, you know, I, I, I don't know how long. The, the therapy's going pretty good, though, but I, I'm all right. I'm all okay, right. Okay, ther- therapy's going pretty well? Yeah, it's, they say I'm doing all right. Uh, the pain level is about maybe a six still, but it's getting better, though. Okay. Listen, uh, have you been getting your, your check on time? Yeah, I've been getting it, man, and I appreciate it because it really helps, man, because, you know, uh, I ain't able to work right now. They said it's going to be a little while, so I appreciate that. Y'all the one that's sending the check? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We oh, all the yeah. ones getting the checks out and wanted to make sure that that's definitely getting there. So you're, yeah, you're good yeah, on that, it's, huh? it's good. It's all good, man. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Okay. Let me, thank thank y'all for, for checking on We've got a bit of a problem that we wanted to check on. Now, you haven't been doing any, any strenuous uh, – uh, no, 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 no. I ain't been, I ain't, I ain't been working at all, man. I just, you know, I just been taking it easy. I can't do nothing really right now, and they told me okay. not to do nothing. All right. Now you do know the rules are that you're not supposed to do anything to to, to jeopardize your back, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm straight. I'm straight. I ain't yeah. been doing nothing, man. Okay. Well, let me let me say this to you. We do have some um, surveillance cameras that are showing us that you I, I ain't even been going nowhere. Talking about surveillance cameras, I, I don't even how they go nowhere. Well, you know. the, 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 the strenuous work that you're doing is actually at home. We're at home, I'll be inside. Yeah. I don't. I don't do nothing outside. I don't. I don't even barbecue, man. What you What you talking about? Strenuous work. Okay. Have, have you, uh, Vincent? Have you Have you been having Have you been having sex at home? What, what kind of question? Who, who is this? Is this the supervisor or something? What kind of Let me talk to the supervisor. That ain't know your no, damn no, business. Sir, I'm, I'm, having with, I'm with Human Resources. I don't give a about the, Man, excuse me, dog, but I don't mean disrespect you. That because you paying me, you know, looking out for me and don't mean you can call me and, and, and just say any kind of like that, man. How about have you well, been having are, sex? Are what you, kind of question? Vincent, that, that, Vincent, are, that, you, are that, you having sex at home? Say, that ain't none of your business, dog, have, have I been having sex or not. Okay. Any Wait, what kind well, of man? Sir, let me talk. Who your supervisor, man? Sir, I'm the supervisor here at Human you, Resources. You, it's well, been brought well, to my attention, and we actually have you on surveillance. You've been you've been having sex now. If, only if way you can. Only, I know there better not be no cameras in my house. I know that much. And, and who authorized some like that anyhow? Surveillance for me. You're not supposed to be having sex if your back is hurting. Okay. Man, you, you you have a man. You be, you better not have no damn camera in my. Uh, what you talking about? Uh, 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 you've been surveillance of me having sex. That's a damn lie. Uh, uh, sir, sir, what's your name? What, 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 what's your name, man? I'm Ed, sir. My name is Ed. Ed, Ed who, Ed? Because I'm, Ed. I'm, I'm, I look, I'm trying to be nice, but you pissing me off, Ed. This is okay, you, okay, Ed, who? Sir, 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 here it is. Ed, if who? If we find out, I'm, gonna, I'm giving you a warning. No, if Ed, I, I don't need no warning. I'm giving you a warning. You let me find the damn camera in my house telling me I can't have no sex. And you all that not have sex if you're that is strenuous work and you're man. putting it on your back and we're paying you we're paying you damn about what you're paying me and what you ain't paying me you gonna call my damn phone tell me something you got a uh, surveillance camera in my house that's some Ed. 
Okay, well, okay. Let, sir, sir, Vincent, let me say this to you. No, no more sex. You, you, you don't need to say nothing to me but but your last name and your supervisor name. That's what my, you need my to name is Ed, okay? And you don't need to worry who the supervisor is. You need to make sure that there's no more sex going on until your back is healed. Look, you don't have me to cuss your out and hang up on your man. I don't have time for this, man. That's, because y'all, that's what y'all do because y'all doing for people. Y'all think y'all can do illegal and talk to people crazy, man, when y'all helping them. I don't appreciate that at all, man. This is I don't know who y'all think y'all is down there. Y'all do something for them. Y'all can just call them and say anything. That man, I don't like that. And I ain't trying to be disrespectful, but you got me heated right now, man. But then okay. there better not be no cameras in my house. Do you understand that? I'm going to tell you once and one time only. No more sex whatsoever, okay? F*** you know, okay? what you're talking about. I'm sorry, man. Because I tell you one damn thing. You think you're giving up some money? Now, I'm going to sue y'all if I catch a camera up in, up in, my, up in my house, and you ain't going to have to uh, never pay, uh, uh, pay pay me no more. You're going to pay me one big check, but I'm suing the out of y'all. Then you understand that? I, I understand. I need I need you to understand one more thing. Are you listening to me, man? You go ahead, man. I'm, I, y'all got me easy, man. This and then, and okay. after this, here, don't even call me no more. I'm okay. telling you, because this is ridiculous. Okay. Are you familiar with uh, Leonard? Man, familiar with what? Leonard. Do you know Leonard? Your coworker Leonard? Yeah. What about him? <laughs> Leonard got me to prank phone call you. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Vincent, buddy, you been pranked. Man, get the <laughs> fuck out of here. Man, y'all about to have me to... Ooh, Lord, talk about my check and shit, man. No, man, what's up, man? This is... <laughs> y'all had me going off, man. Y'all had me heated. Man, I'm going well, to kick his... Let me call that... Is he on the phone? No, he, he ain't on the phone, man. Ooh, I'm sweating like a... Oh, so I'm still, so I'm still getting my damn check then. That's what that means. Y'all had me heated, boy. I thought y'all going to take my... What's up, man? Nice to hear from y'all, man. Yeah, y'all got exactly. me, though, man. Y'all got me. I got one more question, man. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? Of course, no doubt, man. It's the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Always will be, especially uh, y'all done got me like this here. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know you can't be having sex and getting workers' comp. You know that. Okay. Ain't that strenuous? <laughs> I could be, I suppose. Aren't you exerting yourself? You're not supposed to be doing that kind of activity, right? If you're getting a check and you're not supposed to be. Oh, you, I you, see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. You sick. So you shouldn't be at home having sex. Okay? Okay. Well, are you angry about it? We just don't. We're not sending you a check if you're going to be at home having okay. fun like that. That's all I'm yeah. saying. Got it. Yo, Coop, what's all the aggression? Wow. I know. Got it, sir. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Have it your way, sir. Oh, Just pranks. Okay, we get it. <laughs> Memphis, Tennessee, Memorial Day weekend starting Friday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, two Friday, two Saturday, two Sunday. The nephew is in <laughs> Memphis at Chuckles Comedy Club hanging out with my man Prescott. I will be in the city. Tickets on sale right now. Hey, what you doing Memorial Weekend, man? Uh, I'm going to be chilling. Uh-huh. Think you might want a private jet down, come open up? Nah, because I, you know, you know, Tommy, you, do you want me to just say it so you can mm-hmm. ask me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do. I, I would like, I like for you to hear this. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to wreck your career, man. 
Wait, wait, not the sh- not the show. Nah. His, his entire career. Hey, man, you can do it on one show. Sure, because word on gonna show. get out. No word. Word gonna get out about that night. Not the Please, first show. <laughs> well, you're not gonna let him live a little, Steve. All right, look, we got to get out of here. Thank you, nephew. Coming up next, it is my strawberry letter subject. My lady acts like a man and thinks like a man, Steve Harvey. We'll get into the letter right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Hey everybody, this is Junior, and I have a long-standing relationship with the American Red Cross to get the word out about blood donation within the African American community. Letting people know how important community donations are to our well-being. One in three African American blood donors are a match for patients with sickle cell disease. As someone who suffers from sickle cell, I know that finding blood is a matter of life and death. Blood donations save lives, and I'm living proof. But there's a great need for donations regardless of your blood type. Every day, the blood our people donate saves lives and eases the pain of those living with sickle cell disease. Donate blood at Red Cross to help save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now. The virus that causes shingles is sleeping in 99% of people over 50. It's lying dormant, waiting, and it could reactivate at any time. And while not everyone at risk will develop shingles, it strikes as a painful, blistering rash that can last for weeks. Think you're not at risk for shingles? It's time to wake up because shingles could wake up in you. If you're over 50, talk to your doctor or pharmacist about shingles prevention. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure... It kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. 
because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, it's time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And listen, if you need advice on relationships, on work, on dating, on sex, on parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter, okay? We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one live. You hear that? Buggle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. Subject, my lady acts like a man and thinks like a man. little play on words there uh, with the title of your book, Steve. You get that? Yeah. Well, anyway, <laughs> dear Stephen Shirley, I am dating a beautiful, strong, talented woman, and everything was okay in the beginning until we had sex for the first time. Talk to me. She controlled everything from start to finish. And she did not let me do anything. She got on top, and that was it. And it seemed to go on forever. Come on. I tried to talk to her and plead with her to let me do some of the work, but she was not trying to have it. The second time we had sex, she brought in toys. Yes, my Hmm. girl had toys and thought she was going to use them on us. I stood my ground and told her that was not going to happen. After that, I started noticing things like her wanting to drive all the time when we go out. And she always rubs my back (laughs) in public and helps me out when I'm ordering food in restaurants. We were out last weekend and she grabbed my butt in public in front of several of my boys and they are still joking with me about that. When we ride the train together, she always insists that I sit, and she prefers to stand up. I know that she is a very independent woman, and that's why I love her, but I can't get with this type of behavior. I wear the pants, and I need her to know it. What can I do to get her to back down and let me lead? Please give me your opinions on how I should handle this situation. Well, one thing's for sure, she's not a shy girl, is she? Not at all. No. Uh, and, and she is a bit controlling, wouldn't you say? Uh, I, I don't like the controlling part. I, I really don't. I, I wouldn't like it if a man did it to a woman. I, I think she's a bit much. Uh, however, a lot of men in your position would welcome this. Uh, they really would, especially the sex part. Now, the public mm-hmm. part about her sitting on the, you sitting on the train and her insisting that she stands and uh, and all of this and grabbing your butt, you know, she, she's too much. I, I think you think she's too much uh, to the point where it isn't even fun for you. Uh, and, and I got to ask you, she did all this the fir- very first time and then the second time she brought toys? 
you said you spoke up when she brought the toys. Uh, I guess you, you know, put your foot down or something. And and uh, I, I just think you're going to have to do much more of that if it isn't too late. It, it might be too late because she is in control of this relationship, whether you like it or not. You say you wear the pants in the family and you need her in, in the relationship and you need her to know it. Well, um, I mean, I guess it's never too late, but, you know, she's wearing the pants. Okay, she's wearing the pants and she's in control and you're doing what she's telling you to do. She tells you to sit down on the train. Guess what you do? Sit down on the train. Guess I sit down. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, what is it? Why, why don't you speak up? Why don't you let her know how you feel? What is going on here? Are you the man in this relationship? You need to ask yourself that because she's pretty strong and you're doing exactly what she says. Um, that's my opinion in this situation. Uh, if you want to do something different, you got to talk to her about it. If she'll listen, and if you're sitting and she's standing, Steve. Well, well, well. <laughs> my lady, act like a man and think like a man. Yeah, you know. Well, everything was okay in the beginning, till we messed around, had sex for the first time. She controlled everything. From start to finish, she did not let me do anything. She got on top, and that was it. And it seemed to go on forever. Let's focus here. <laughs> I don't know when the last time I've been had sex, and I said, it seemed to go on forever. <laughs> Man, what the hell was going on in there? Well, your, your statement was, it seemed to go on forever. I've heard women say that. But. You know, dog, you can end this anytime. Yeah. Just a little bit of focus and you can end this here. <laughs> oh, it can be over now. Hmm. So she controlled everything. She got on top and that was it. I tried to talk to her. Plead with her. Let me do something. Ba- baby. Baby. Mm. Baby, get down. Baby. Get down. Baby. <laughs> baby, come on. Okay. Baby. baby. Baby, stop for a minute. Baby, hold up. Baby. Baby, baby you bounce. Stop bouncing. Baby. <laughs> what? Baby, baby, come here. Baby, hold up. Baby, hold up. Damn, baby, hold on. Please. Please let me do something. <laughs> baby, you get down. Let me get on top. Baby, baby, let me get on top. Baby, please. Please, baby, let me get on top. <laughs> Please, baby, stop it too much. You hurt me. I'm just going on just too long. I don't like it this long right here. It's bothering me. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling some kind of way by myself. Baby, please stop. Please, please, baby, let me get on top. Baby, let me stop. Don't, don't do that no more. Baby, please, I'll ask you about five, six times. Matter of fact, I'll ask 13 times. Stop. Baby, just stop. Please, please. I don't want it like that no more. You spanking me. I don't want you spanking me like that. Baby, stop spanking me. I want to spank you. Now, stop. Baby. Baby, don't slap me in the mouth no more, okay? What? Don't don't slap me in the damn mouth no more. <laughs> She's too much. All right, listen, Steve, hold it right there, okay? You can make me cry. Uh-oh. We'll have part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 after the hour. Subject of today's strawberry letter, my, 80, my lady acts like a man and thinks like a man. Uh, we'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. Uh, well, my lady acts like a man. And it ain't much like of a, a recap because we didn't go nowhere. Cause 
if he was dating this beautiful, strong, talented woman, everything was going fine. Mm-hmm. Then they, then the, then they had sex for the first time. She controlled everything from start to finish. Finish. She she didn't let me do nothing. She got on top. And that was it. Seen to go on forever. <laughs> I tried to talk to her and plead with her, let me do some work, but she wasn't having it. Look, baby, stop. It's too much. It's going on too long. She was just you bouncing too hard. That's too hard, baby. Baby, pull up. Hold up. Hold up. Baby, baby, baby. Can we turn over just one time? Baby, just turn over one time. Let me get on top. Hey, I, I know, I know, baby, but I just want to try it. Baby, just let me try it. What you mean, shut up? Baby, hold up. Hold up, baby. You just tell me, shut up. All right, now, I'm going to shut up, but just let me turn over so I can shut up. Okay, see, now that's going on. The second Ooh. time we had sex, she bought in toys. Mm. Yes, my girl had toys and thought she was going to use them on us. Mm. See, I'm gonna cut it on and use it on me. Then I'm gonna cut it on and use it on you. Wow. And you're gonna shut up now. <laughs> you're gonna take this here. <laughs> Damn, go get a towel. <laughs> shut up, boy. Yes, these is toys. Don't worry about what it is. Wow. Don't worry about it. Now, what you're gonna do is you're gonna stop. Just what you gonna just be a little punk now? You know that's how she talks to him. And then after that, I started noticing things like she want to drive all the time. Sit your punk ass over there in the passenger seat. Put your seatbelt on. Matter of fact, sit in the back. In the back. Then we go out. She always rubbing my back with both hands, just giving me a neck massage in public. Then when I'm trying to order my food, she don't let me order. He gonna have what I what I have. Dag. Bring him a cosmopolitan <laughs> with extra fruit. <laughs> what color? He want an umbrella. Can you put an umbrella in it? <laughs> you gonna use the umbrella? Shut up. And then we was out last week, and she grabbed my buddy in public in front of several of my boys, and they still joke with me about that. Well, we know you ain't going to say nothing to them dudes because you ain't going to say nothing to her, so they they lighten your ass up. When we ride the train together, she always insisted I sit, and she preferred to stand up. (laughs) Sit your punk ass down right here. I'll stand up and hold this damn rail and want your little weak ass falling. Because you got some business you're going to take care of tonight. Because I'm back on top and I want you rested. I, I, I want you rested. And it is going to go, yes, it's going to go on forever. Never heard a man say that. I want you rested. I know she's a very independent woman and that's why I love her. But I can't get with this type of behavior. But hold up, what you finna do about it though? That's what I need to know. You know, I know, and I I can't get with this type of behavior. My question to you, though, so far, based on this letter, what you finna do? (laughs) I strongly suggest you don't open your damn mouth. No, I wish Because then you said, I wear the pants, and I need her to know it. Well, if she don't know it, it's because she thinks she got them on. I wouldn't have, dog, on the real, on the real, just reading this letter right here, you better leave her alone. Uh I ain't talking about leave her, because she going to hunt you down. I'm talking about just let it go the way it is, cause you ain't you ain't got the pants on. Now you got no. you got some P A N T on, but it ain't no Y on the end, no S pants. Oh. You need an I and an E in yours. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, dog. I wear the pants and I need her to know it. Well, tell her. What can I, I do? To get her to back down and let me leave. Why don't you leave? See, I don't I don't know how to tell you this. 
the way a, a woman will let you leave, or a woman will walk side by side with you if she figure you the one. Mm-hmm. But she ain't letting you leave because she don't think you got it. Come on. So what you. can I do to get her to bag down and let me leave? Let me, I ain't never had to ask the woman let me leave. Because I'm a leader. I'm an I'm a alpha male. Please give me your opinion on how I should handle this situation. Now, you probably need to shut your little punk ass up. <laughs> I'm going to just be real with you. You don't need to say nothing to this girl because I don't think you can whoop her. And you just got to get ready for tonight because she getting back up on top. And it ain't nothing to damn thing you can do about it. And it's been the last forever. You're pretty strong it's, with it. As a matter of fact, it's been the last forever month. You better hold on. Now, that's what you got to do. And you and write another letter in to Steve and see what happened to your ass. And next time I bring some toys in here, you don't be t- talking about the, what, 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 what do it come in sizes. It, this the size we use. We don't use feathers in here. Get that other one out. Get that one out. In there. Touch it. <laughs> oh, Put your hands talks. on it. Now throw it over here. <laughs> he says she acts like a man and thinks like now a man. Now get the mother too. Mm. Cut them on. Ah. All right, Steve, we got to get out of here. Email us or Instagram us your thoughts on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM, or you can check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Coming up at 46 after the hour, Steve Harvey's GOT, that is the Game of Thrones update. Come on, you Grace, Uh right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, Steve, Steve is here with his Game of Thrones update. Uh Uh-oh. All right, Steve, the Iron Throne is still up for grabs. What you got? Oh, my God. (laughs) The accent. Oh, just like that. Game of Thrones. Yes. (laughs) I dare say it was quite... A movie the other yes, night as I watched it down Sunday night. It, it unfolded. Like you mm-hmm. remember the episode before they had cut the slave girl's head off oh, who had became yes. friends with uh, Daenerys. Daenerys. Mm-hmm. And she loved the boy, uh, the eunuch boy. Mm-hmm. And uh-huh. oh my Colga. God. Yeah. Cersei had uh, Cersei had the big uh, hound's brother that big the mountain, there. yeah. And that bastard <laughs> cut her head <laughs> off and she fell. <laughs> oh, my God. That little blonde-haired heifer turned around so mad, she was seeing red. <laughs> Tyrion yeah. was sitting there. He went, oh, damn, her head down here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe I can walk my ass back a little bit. Because when he walked up too close, I thought they were going to shoot his little ass. But they didn't have enough room on his little ass for all them arrows. <laughs> So I dare say he went back and they were in the house and they were talking and she was was trying to work out. Uh, Daenerys was torn between the fact that all the people love Jon Snow and she decided if they won't respect me then they'll fear me. Yes. Mm. So here she came alone by herself with that dragon and took all the ships out. Yes, she was roasting their ass. <laughs> yeah, they yes, you're great. Ships was dropping. She came in from the backside, the front uh-huh. side, slid on, took out the towers up on the hill. She was busy. And how far we went it out. Next thing you know, Daenerys, uh, Cersei, was sitting there being stubborn. They was trying to get her to leave. Or uh, the boy with the gold hand or one arm, one Jamie, hand or whatever Jamie Lannister. Mm-hmm. You're great. Wanted to go get her. End up fighting on the beach with the other dude. Had that slept with 
sassy yeah. and I don't know Gray what joy, the hell Uncle happened. Gray joy. Uh-huh. How many times can you get stabbed and never die? Oh, no, that's right. Oh. Thank you. Man. I was going down. He Who is this paid. dude right here? <laughs> they must have been stabbing you on that concrete-ass hand you had. <laughs> you must have been blocking him or something. So yes, he finally sure, fights his way there. He's going through that. In the meantime, I think we're going to have to come back with the rest of this because this is too good. <laughs> Game of Thrones, more to come on the next break. All right, thank you, Your Grace. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Hey everybody, this is Junior, and I have a long-standing relationship with the American Red Cross to get the word out about blood donation within the African-American community. Letting people know how important community donations are to our well-being. One in three African-American blood donors are a match for patients with sickle cell disease. As someone who suffers from sickle cell, I know that finding blood is a matter of life and death. Blood donations save lives, and I'm living proof. But there's a great need for donations regardless of your blood type. Every day, the blood our people donate saves lives and eases the pain of those living with sickle cell disease. Donate blood at Red Cross to help save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now. Imagine the feeling of pulsing electric shocks. Sounds like a nightmare, right? While individual experiences may vary, it's how some people describe shingles. This painful blistering rash could interrupt your life for weeks. It could even force you to cancel social events or weekend plans. Over 99% of adults 50 years or older already carry the virus that causes shingles. One in three people will get it in their lifetime. Why wait? Ask your doctor or pharmacist about shingles today. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. 
because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Your Grace, come on with part two of your Game of Thrones update. Come part on, two of Game of Thrones <laughs> yes, here. Grace. I love his as I told you, Daenerys mad as hell. She's mm-hmm. back. She's now come through the Greystone fleet and burned every damn ship in the water. Yes, but yes, nothing yes. left. Mm-hmm. Somehow the guy escapes and Jamie has left the big... Uh, the big girl back behind, they Brian. never showed her body because it wasn't much to see. She's <laughs> crying. Jamie left her. He's going to Cersei because he made the announcement that she's an evil person and so am I. And he loves her. They so love he her. goes back yes. to try to save her, to get her to leave the thing, and they're supposed to ring a bell to let everybody know that you don't have to burn down the town. Yeah, yeah. But he goes and he's getting in a fight with Greyjoy, or whatever his name is, and next thing you know, they done stabbed each other so many damn times. I I'm know. Thinking, oh, my God, white men are incredible. <laughs> 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 white men. Stab a white man how many times? Oh, my God. <laughs> So much for movies. <laughs> Finally, he makes his way after being stabbed 13 times in damn self, damn near dead, to find Cersei. Mm. And so now, in the meantime, the blonde-haired heifer on the on the uh, dragon. dragon. Uh, yeah. that's this heifer sitting everybody on fire. Yeah, everybody ass in trouble. <sighs> Kill everybody. <laughs> she roasting kids coming through there, killing her own yeah. damn people. Yeah. White ladies, white men, everybody. I'm glad there wasn't no black brown there. They'd have killed all they ass too. <laughs> anyway, like I said, I'm sorry I go in from out sometimes. Do your accent. You sometimes you have to leave the accent. Anyway, that's going through town. Jon Snow is appalled. And it yeah. looked like for a moment the soldiers had given up and retreated because they thought they had lost. Someone threw a punch or something, and next thing you know, eunuch boy took his spear and threw it straight through his ass. Jon Snow said, stop it. He said, hell, it wasn't your woman. That's <laughs> exactly what he said. Your That's woman, what he said. Exactly your woman up there on top of that damn dragon. Mine ain't nothing but a collar. I done threw it in the damn fire. I'm killing me some people. So there it goes. Sassy. Dan, what's her name? Daenerys, Daenerys is fighting through it. She's killing everyone. Sassy yeah. is looking in the tower. Yeah. Sassy's concerned. She can see the war is losing. She's going. The right hand is trying to talk her down. Nothing is working. We've got to leave now. Jamie's on the way, too, and they finally decide to leave. All of a sudden, the hound finds his brother. And the battle is on. Oh, my God. Once again, how many times did you stab a white man (laughs) before his ass (laughs) died? 
<laughs> he stuck his ass dead in the head, and the sword went through the oh, other damn no. side. He took it out of the stomach. He took it out of the back. Both kidney. How the hell you take a kidney cut and still live it? He stabbed him in the liver. He lived from that. Stabbed him dead in his eye. He took that out. I said, oh, hell, these, these white men right here, the greatest fighters I've ever seen in my life. A kidney cut. They damn near killed each other. Finally, Cersei's in the basement. She finds uh, uh, the man finds her. What's his name with the gold hand? Oh, that's Jamie Lannister. It's Jamie, Jamie Lannister finds her, her, brother. her. They make eye contact. That's her brother lover. They're sitting there. Mm -hmm. They're loving on each other. Yeah. They're holding each other. They try to get out. It's blocked. I'm he climbs to the top. You can't get out. That damn dragon still out there just setting every damn thing on yeah. fire. Oh, hell. <laughs> Now the stones and they end their lives in the rubbish, which was a crazy ass ending. That heifer uh -huh. deserved way more than that. Jon Snow is left with a decision, I believe. Daenerys yeah. yeah. killed every damn body yeah. except the yeah. drag. Yeah. 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 He burned everybody. Yeah. <laughs> now we don't know what the hell. Ain't nobody left. <laughs> well, the little girl is left. Aria, that damn Aria. little girl gonna kill yeah. the dragon. <laughs> the white girl going to kill the dragon, but she going to stab the dragon, but the dragon going to fall. But you stab a white man, he'll be there the whole damn movie. <laughs> <laughs> Never seen nothing like it. And we'll be back <laughs> with more of this ignorant, crazy, wonderful show right after this. 20 after. <laughs> Thank you, Your Thank Grace. You, Your Grace. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, well, most people are at work right now, and uh, you're already thinking about the end of the day, right? Like maybe going to get a drink after work or a happy hour. Well, mm. according to a new... According I'm to thinking a, about going to my next job. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> according to a new survey, Steve, by the Food and Wine magazine, the booze most recommended by bartenders when it when it's time to do a shot is uh, Jack Not Daniels. according to my uncle. <laughs> what? Mm. Thunderbird. <laughs> Thunderbird. Oh, yeah. goodness. Now, now, this was a pretty big survey here with, with nearly 10,000 bartenders asked to give their opinions. Patron, tequila, Grey Goose, vodka, and Johnny Walker Scotch also ranked high. But uh, Jack Daniels Johnny won. Walker. Yeah, Johnny Walker. Scotch? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Man, I can't stand that. That's, that's not... Man, if you drink real, I don't see well, how you anybody got the good drinks. stuff. Man, I don't see how anybody drink Johnny Walker. That I can't, I can't do it. I can't do it. Maybe I'm not a real Scotch drinker. I don't know, but that that black label mm -hmm. and Johnny Walker, I. Mm -mm. That's too strong. What about the blue no. label? Yeah, the blue label. I don't like none of blue's that. Blue's supposed to be Walker. better. Yeah, blue's supposed to. You don't like. I, that. I, I no, man. I, I promise you, Dalmore is a I great like Scotch. Dalmore. What? I like it. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Glenn Levitt is good. Glenn Levitt. Uh, John Palmer turned me on to Glenn Levitt. It's real good. Well, you got a high-end Glenn Levitt, though, don't you? Yeah, 21. I mean. All right, listen. Oh, we'll be back with more of the, of the Steve Harvey Morning Show <laughs> coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, good news stories trending. Uh, NeNe Leakes posted on social media yesterday that her husband, Greg, who is 64, is officially, officially cancer-free. Hey, you know, I saw NeNe at the Good. Derby. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. And I saw her at the uh, 
party afterwards, mm-hmm. and uh, I just asked her how was Greg. She said, "Steve, he's doing he's doing really well." That's so good. So That's that so was good really really good to hear. Yeah. It's good. It's encouraging. He's such a good dude, man. Yeah, I love him. I love Greg him is a good brother, man. Yeah. And, and it's encouraging for our very own J. Anthony Brown, too. I mean, you know, Greg has been battling stage three colon cancer. Nene posted a picture of Greg with him holding a sign, no cancer found. Praise God. I know that. Amen, bro. I love that. I love yeah. that. Yes. Yeah. Nini wrote um, on on Instagram, uh, look at God. We are overjoyed to say we saw the doctors for the results of Greg's uh, PET scan. He took last week test show. Wait for it. We are cancer free. Yes, God. Now I can go give Greg a black eye since so many think he's abused me. That's what Nini wrote on the gram. Well, congratulations. That's that's a relief. It's got to be that a relief. Is. That's good yeah. news, man. Mm-hmm. Good it dude. Really I love is. him. He's a really cool dude, man. Such a wise man, too. Very wise. Knowledge. Mm-hmm. Wisdom. Mm-hmm. Everybody yeah. ain't got it. Prayer mm-hmm. healing as well, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look at God. What'd you say, Tommy? Knowledge and wisdom. Everybody doesn't have it. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm sorry. I'm I, my bad. I'm going to be stupid. And I messed around and said some boy. I'm sorry. Man, you, you well, you know, when it come out you, I just have to get a double take. <laughs> Tell me, what, what did you say? I can't believe well, you even Knowledge and wisdom. Does it surprise you, Tommy? got it. Well, I, then I was going to clown and just say, well, he ought to know. But I, I left that part go because it was such a profound statement. I uh-huh. thought, you know. Oh, so I'm stupid, huh? Okay. Well, no. Oh, no, <laughs> oh, I don't see you go like snap, that. You know. Oh, girl, no, I didn't see. I see this boy make a hard left in the middle of a right turn. With us screaming at him, Tommy, you are wrong. No, you'll tell me I'm wrong. I know he's so into it at that point. No, I know what you said. That's what you said. <laughs> no, that's not what I said. Oh, oh yeah. Lord. He ain't through with me yet. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> he can't be. Yeah. He, ain't through he can't be through with you. He just he working can't. on me. He working. All right, we're coming back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show. As a matter of fact, this is our last break of the day. Steve's closing remarks. You don't want to miss it. It's been a good day. We'll be back at 49 after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Hey everybody, this is Junior, and I have a long-standing relationship with the American Red Cross to get the word out about blood donation within the African-American community, letting people know how important community donations are to our well-being. One in three African-American blood donors are a match for patients with sickle cell disease. As someone who suffers from sickle cell, I know that finding blood is a matter of life and death. Blood donations save lives, and I'm living proof. But there's a great need for donations regardless of your blood type. Every day, the blood our people donate saves lives and eases the pain of those living with sickle cell disease. Donate blood at Red Cross to help save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now. Imagine the feeling of pulsing electric shocks. 
Sounds like a nightmare, right? While individual experiences may vary, it's how some people describe shingles. This painful blistering rash could interrupt your life for weeks. It could even force you to cancel social events or weekend plans. Over 99% of adults 50 years or older already carry the virus that causes shingles. One in three people will get it in their lifetime. Why wait? Ask your doctor or pharmacist about shingles today. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, here we are, Steve. Last break of the day. It's been a good day. And uh, now it's time for some closing remarks from you, sir. What you got? <clears throat> yeah, you know, um, I've been thinking about a lot of stuff off and on. And um, sometimes when I'm speaking on certain subjects, um, my passion uh, comes out in a raised voice. But it's still passion. And I'm probably never going to stop being that way as a person. I'm a passionate person about the things that I believe in. I just want to talk to those who are serious out there about wanting more in life than what they have. Or if you're just wanting more in life than what's considered to be the norm. Uh, I was trying to say in one of my motivational talks after one of my shows I was being very passionate about it, but if you want to get more out of life than the norm, you're going to have to put forth an abnormal effort 
if you want more than the norm, you're going to have to put forth an abnormal effort. You're going to have to do something that's above and beyond the, what's normal. You're going to have to do something that's abnormal. Um, if you want to go further, how can I put this to you? You're going to have to run longer. Do you understand that? If you want to go further, then you're going to have to run longer. If you want to reach the top, then you're going to have to do some serious climbing. If you want to be stronger, you're going to have to do some heavy lifting. Now, all of these things that I've mentioned to you are going to take more than the normal. If you want more than a normal life, if you want more than the norm, you're going to have to put forth an abnormal effort. If you want to go further in life, you're going to have to run longer. Uh, If you want to reach the tops, uh, you're going to have to do some serious climbing. And if you want to get stronger, you're going to have to do some heavy lifting. Everything that I'm talking to you about are for people who want more out of life than what they have. Now, if you're content with where you are, it's nothing wrong with that. You have every right to be content. As a matter of fact, having more is not going to make you happier if that's not what you want anyway. But the majority of people in life, I know if they, if they could, they would have more. Now, you have to question yourself and ask yourself, am I willing to do the things that's necessary to get the more? And that's why I think I try to uh, push people and, 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 and get people to push themselves uh, out of their comfort zones and get to the point in your life where you're a little bit uncomfortable. But what I've had to learn in my life is I had to get comfortable being uncomfortable. Do you understand what I mean by that? I had to be okay with realizing the fact that success is going to take a real effort and that it's going to take more than I often want to give at times. But if I want to be successful, these are the things I'm going to have to do. I'm going to have to push myself. So I decided a long time ago I just didn't want a normal life. I I wanted to have more than that. So I had to do some things were abnormal. And sometimes that meant that I didn't, I didn't get eight hours sleep. Uh, You know, it's a funny thing, but if you're really busy, let me give you an example. Let's say you've got a task to do. And let's just say you get off work at five and you go home and you have dinner and then the kids want you to do a project with them and you do a project with the kids. and Then you sit down and you try to take yourself a bath and you get yourself something to eat and you try to watch the news but in the morning though a project is due and you're the key speaker now instead of going to bed when you normally go to bed when things crop up in life like your kids want some attention your wife needs some attention you got a family situation would you stay up past your designated bedtime which was 10 o'clock and you normally wake up at six and that's your eight hours sleep would you stay up past 10 to finish your project that's due at 9 o'clock in the morning and you the keynote speaker on it? Or do you just say, hey, I got to do this eight hours sleep? 
I think, this is just my opinion, I think that you would stay up a few extra hours to finish your project. Why? Because you want a little bit more out of life. Now, the more you want out of life, the more of the extra efforts it's going to require. Because that's life. So I don't understand how people don't understand when someone is trying to say to you that if you want more out of life, it's going to take more out of you to get the more out of life and not be okay with that. In order to have a life of convenience, you're going to have to do a series of things that you're uncomfortable doing. And you got to be okay with being uncomfortable. The more you can adjust and be un- be okay with being uncomfortable, the more it won't matter to you and you get more things done. So if you don't want a normal life, do the abnormal. If you want to go further, run longer. If you want to reach the top, you got to do some serious climbing. And if you want to be stronger, you got to do some heavy lifting. Okay? That's it for me, folks. Thank you. Have a great weekend, everybody. (laughs) Wonderful. Bye. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello! Acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. 
The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.